Okay, we are continuing the Arucha Shurim. Shurim for Chaydesh Teve, sponsored by the Nakdimon family, Lila Nishma Sester Basavram. And we are now in the third week of Schiras Payalim, second half of the week. And we are on page 57. And tonight we're going to talk about um, shopping in Jewish stores. We talked about hiring Jews in last uh, Monday. And we're talking about shopping in Jewish stores. So we start on page 57 with a pasuk in Parshas Bahar, Vichisimkuru Mimkar Lamisecha. If you will sell something to your friend, the pasuk says you shouldn't cheat them. So if you look at Rashi, I'm pasuk Yedal Vichisimkuru. So Rashi says, The simple understanding is exactly what it says. And Rashi brings a drasha from the Tyrus Kanim. How do you know when you're selling something, you should sell first to a Jewish person? When you're selling something, sell it to your friend, to a Jew. Amisech is a Jew. What if you're coming to purchase? Kenei Yisrael Chavercha. How do you know you should buy from a Jew? Tamalaymer oikonai miyada misecha. Or you should buy miyada misecha. So the Teres Kainim is learning into this pasuk of Drasha. Bechisimkru mimkar la misecha. You want to sell something? Sell it to a Jew. Oikonai. You want to buy something? Buy it miyada misecha. So this halacha is the halacha of buying or selling primarily uh, or, or giving precedence, at least, to a Jew. Now, it's very interesting, because this halacha is not quoted anywhere in Shas, so Tyrus Kayanim, or even in Shulchan Aruch, or in Rambam, or in Tor. None, none of the earlier Paiskim mention this, but Rashi brings it down here. Now, um, now, is, again, I'm going to go a little out of order, so let me uh, figure out the best way to do this. So, the, the, the main place that this is quoted, if you turn to page 59. 59 is a Chuvas Ramah. It's a very famous Chuvas from the Ramah in Simen Yud. And this is brought down, the only place it's brought down in, so to speak, the uh, classic Halacha Svarim, is a Pischei Chuva in Simen Kuf Nun Vav in in Chayshem Mishpa, which is talking about the halachas of selling to, uh, when you sell a piece of land, you sell it to the Bar Metzra first, the person whose land juts up against it, has first right to buy, so so the Pizchei Tshuva is handling something there, and in the middle he throws in this Tshuva Sarama. So let's look at the Tshuva Sarama, we're not going to see the whole thing, let's see pieces of it. This is a Tshuva was talking about the reprinting of the Rambam. And there was a Shiloh, a guy reprinting it or a Jew reprinting it. And the question was, who really had the rights first to do it? So the Ramah writes like this, The third foundation, why I say it belongs to the, the Jew, That's our Medrash. I'm at the, uh, the top uh, right side of the uh, Ramah there. So says the Ramah, it's explicit here. 
Even if the person we're talking about over here wasn't a Talmud Chacham, happened to be he was a Talmud Chacham, it would be a regular Amharetz, regular person of the, of the land. So he would be the one to do it because you purchased from a Jew. And for sure now we're talking about a Talmud Chacham, so therefore he gets it first. Now, the Ramah continues. Says the Ramah, maybe that's talking about when both the guy and the Jew are selling for the same price. So there's no difference in price. So good, might as well give the Jew the business. But if the guy sells it for cheaper, I might think, Now listen, I'm going to get the cheaper price. I have a right to get the cheaper price. So why do I have to go to the Jew and pay cost, pay what, it, what he's charging? I can get it cheaper from the guy. Says the Ramah, no. These words are hevel. They are nothing. And he brings a raya. And the raya is, Dogarsin and Parakezel Neshech, Toner of Yosef, Im Kesef Talvesami. The Major says, if you have, when you want to lend money, Ami Vekusi, Ami Kaidem. So the Medrash says over there, Rashi brings us down in Chomish, in uh, Parshas Mishpatim, that if you have a choice of lending to Ami, Kla Yisrael, or to a guy, Ami Kaidem, you lend to Ami first. Ani Vashir, Ani Kaidem. So there's a whole hierarchy, there's a whole order here of precedence when it comes to lending and Hilchastaka, all that type of stuff. I mean, isn't it obvious? What do you need a Pasuk to tell me they should lend to a Jew first? Rich and poor, they're both Jews. So that already you need to tell me halachas. But Jews, of course, we do chesed with Jews first. What's, you need a special Pasuk to tell me? No, there's a big difference here. If you lend it to the guy, he'll pay you interest. If you lend it to the Jew, you have to lend it for free. Oh, now one second. Now there's sort of like a loss here by, by giving, lending it to the Jew. And still the Torah tells us, you take that lack of, that loss of the profit of the ribbis, and you, you have to uh, lose it and, and lend to the Jew. So you see, Beferish says the, um, says the Ramah, even though Lanochri Sashik is Engabi Khidish, there's a there's a mitzvah to lend a guy with ribbis. Lanochri Sashik. And you, so you might even say, what do you mean? I'm even doing a mitzvah when I lend it to the guy with ribbis. Plus I make a couple of dollars. No, Imkasev Talve that says that you should lend to a Jew overrides Lanochri Sashik. Okay, so the Ramah is telling us that even if the guy is charging cheaper, you still have to go and purchase from the Jew. Now we'll talk about during the shear tonight how much, like how, what's that, is there, is there a limit to that? But the concept, says the Ramah, is mefurish. Now, so the Ramah says, okay, you might say, it's a little different over there. Because over there, the Pshat is not really losing money. You have $100, right? So now, 
by lending it to the Jew, you'll get back your hundred dollars. You didn't lose anything. By lending it to the guy, you just did by by if you would lend it to the guy, you would make twenty dollars on it. You would get back hundred and twenty. So you didn't really lose anything, you just didn't profit. So you might say over there, that's all you're not really losing. It's costing me more. If I go to the Jew, I got to pay $100. If I go to the guy, I could pay $80 or $90. So, maybe in that case, I don't have to be maktim to Yisrael. And in the next few lines, he brings a raya that we find in certain halachas, there's a difference between not profiting and losing. We mentioned this once before. Not every non-profit is a loss in halacha. In the business world, they might chalk that up as a loss. But in the halacha world, it's not so simple. So if you go to the third line from the bottom of this column, He's play, play on words here. He's saying, these words, this tiny you're saying, is a loss taina, right? He's using like a dover avod. You're having a loss here. Now, why is it? So he brings the whole Gemara over here. And we're not going to go through the whole Gemara, but if you follow the uh, second column all the way down to where the uh, gray line is over there, almost at the bottom. And basically, that's the Gemara that's on page 58 in Masech Tavoy And it's really a Gemara, if you learned off Yaimi, we had it not long ago in Psachim. And that is that the Pasuk says about a Nevela, Lager asher bisharecha titnena v'achala, a nevela is a dead carcass. You can't do anything with it. The Torah says it's mutter bahana. So you have two choices. You either give it to the ger toishav. A ger toishav is a guy in the time in Eretz Yisrael who went to Bezdin and um, accepted on himself either not to serve Avay the Zara or all Zion mitzvahs b'nei nayach and he's called a ger toishav. He's a guy. He's doing what a guy, a guy has to keep the Zion Mitzvahs, but he made a commitment to it in Bezdin. So there's some perks for that guy. It's called a Ger Taisha. One of the perks is that when we have a Nevela, we give it to him for free. Or, says the Pasuk, you sell it to a guy. So it's either to give to free, for free to the Ger Taisha, or you sell it to the guy. So if you look at the Ramah, um, where the gray line starts over there in the bottom of the second column, he says, So if you remember the Gemara, there's a Machlaikas how to learn there. But says the, says the Ramah, the Machlaikas is only If you need a Pasuk to tell me that a Ger comes before a guy, That's the Machlaikas. Everyone agrees he does. Now one second. If I give it to the Ger I give it to him for free. If I sell it to the guy, I make money. Right? And still, there's no debate, says the Ramah. Everyone agrees the Ger Toshav has precedence. But you're losing. You're losing the value of the carcass. That's loss. That's not profit. You own a dead carcass. It's worth $100. And we're being mechaev you to give it away to the Ger so who had them in Eden? He done shemechuyev kaladim lekayim yad misach hamisach akaydim. So therefore, the Ramah says, you see clearly, even if it's a case of a loss, you're mechuyev to go to the Jew first. If a ger taishav has precedence over a guy, for sure, a Jew has precedence over another uh, over a guy. So that is a a this dikachuvas Ramah. Now, if you turn to page sixty-one, we go to the Chavetz Chaim and Avas Chesed. 
The only thing is, they start the Maramakam a little late. So I'm going to have to read to you a little bit before we get to uh, the Maramakam. And this is in Chelek uh, Rishain, Perek Hay. And it starts uh, here on uh, 61, it starts from Siv Zion. But let's start earlier. And let's start with Sif Hay. So, so the Chavetz Chaim, and I'm going to read it to you. Vida dividin this is the case where you're lending money. And we're saying you lend to a Jew free, without any interest, before you lend to a guy with ribis. So, there's a machloikis gedoylem. Yeshaimrim, some say that even if you're going to lend the guy beribis, is revach meruba. It's a lot of money, 20, 25% interest. And now that I'm lending to the Jew, I'm not making that money. Still, the Torah is mechayiv for you to lend to the Jew bechinam im hasogas which means to say a very important thing. Also, it's only if you could afford to do this. In other words, you have money sitting and you're not doing anything with it, anyways. You don't need it to live. You don't need it to earn money for yourself. So then the Torah says, listen. You have an opportunity to earn money by lending to the guy. But you don't have to lend to the Jew for free. But if you cannot afford for your money to be out on a free loan, because you have to invest it, you've got to do something with it, you need it for Parnassah, so then of course this doesn't apply. It has to be that you could afford to do this chesed. Chavetz Chaim points it out. That's a very, that's a very important nakuda because it's going to play a role in our discussion as well. It's only if you could afford to do such a thing. Okay, but Yeshaimrim, that even if it's a big amount of money that you're not making, you still have to give it to the Jew first. Um, because there's no real loss there. You're going to get back what you lent. So you're not losing, you're just not gaining, like we said. And some say no. We're only talking about a small difference. You're not mechuyev if it's a lot of money. So the the um, the Chavetz Chaim is telling us a machloikas apayskim. How much of a loss you have to? Well, I shouldn't say this. How much of a nap gain you have to take when it comes to lending out not beribis or beribis? Yeshayimrim even a big amount because the mice you're not losing anything. It's just meniyas haravach. And some say no. It's only you're only mechuyev to not gain a little bit. If there's more, again, we don't know what little is called. But we see already a machlaikis. Now, and he writes, And it's mashma a little bit from this chuvas ramah. So somewhere in this ramah, the Chavetz Chaim saw that even though the ramah says you're mechuyiv to take a little bit of a loss, uh, to take a loss, he only means a little bit. If it's too much of a loss, then you're not necessarily mechuyiv to take that loss to give the Jew the parnasa. Now, where is this from? Perhaps, if you took, take a look back on page 58, on page 58 is the Sugyan Avaydazara, and if you look at the bottom, the third last Taisvis from the bottom, Rabbi Meir Haru Itzrich, it's on the left side Taisvis, because this is an Amun Aleph, so it's like six lines from the bottom. If somebody has something to sell, are you telling me you have to give it away before you sell it? I have a car to sell. 
Comes along the tire and says, no, if you have a Ger Taisha who lives next door, give it to him for free. He says, what kind of thing is this? You're not going to give things away for free to Jews if, you're well, if, you, if you need to sell it. What's this thing here? I have an Avela. I want to sell the Avela. And you tell me I get to give it away for free. Well, where does this come from? An Avela is not worth a lot of money. Why? Because you can't sell it to a Jew. What's he going to do with it? Ah, you could sell it to a guy. Tais says a very interesting thing. There weren't a lot of guy around. So there wasn't a big market for Nevelas. So good, you could find a guy. But, you know, it wasn't like your major money over here. People are bidding on your Nevelas. There wasn't a major market for it. But to that Ger Toshev, it's worth a ton of money because he's getting a free whole Nevel out of it. He's going to have uh, meat for the next 10 weeks for supper. For him, it's worth a lot. So Toshev is clearly saying that in this case of the Ger, which was one of the, which was the Ramaz, big Raya, that you have to actually take a loss, the Toshev says it's not really such a big loss. Because you couldn't sell it to anyone anyways. Very little market. There's very little market, then give it to the Ger Might as well. To him, it's a big harvacha. You're doing a major chesed to him. So, could be that's what the Chavetz Chaim means. Because the Ramah's whole proof was from this Gemara that you have to take a loss. And according to Taisvis, this Gemara is only a very small loss. So therefore, maybe that's what the Chavetz Chaim means. Or many... So right, if there's, if there's a market for it, you know, according to he say, according to this mandamer, you would not have to take, you know, you wouldn't have to take the loss. Again, according to the first shita, you might have to. Okay. Now again, we don't know. The first shita was clearly talking about not not making a profit. He wasn't talking about a real loss, right? And there he said, even if it's a lot of money, you don't make the profit. He really didn't talk about a case of a loss. Okay. Continues the avas chesed in the next sif sivav. And he writes, again, you don't have it, so I'm going to read it to you. So he's saying, this, this was talking about lending. Same halachas with selling. If you have a choice, you sell to a Jew. And the same thing with purchasing. And he brings our uh, Rashi, our Teres Kayanim, that says that if you're selling or buying, it should be from a Jew. Let's say you have to rent something for your work. You have to rent a car. You have to rent a car, and there's a Jewish car rental. So, if you get, if you're getting the same thing. Now, if you're not going to get the same thing, if you need a good car to drive somewhere, and you're going to go to, uh, you know, some, you know, uh, Yankel's rent a car, rent a jalopy, right? And instead, you can go to Hertz and get yourself a nice premium car. If for your services, not, then that's not an equal choice. Right? Not mechuyev. That's not even lost. But he's saying it's not even an equal choice. It's got to be an equal choice. Okay. Now, let's read on page 61. This is what we've been talking about. Even if the guy is willing to pay some more. Right here we're talking about you're selling something. You should sell to the Jew for less. Same idea. 
Bechenu Adin Linyan Kenyan. Mutab Yaiser Shiknami Israel, Afili Mitzark Laizim Yaiser. You should buy from the Jew, even if you have to give a little bit more. Again, he's very busy here with the Ma'at, right? A little bit. Rama Bechuva Hanal, based on this Chuvas. Based on this Shuvah Sarama. So the Chavaz Chaim seems to be paskening that a little bit of a difference. He still doesn't say how much. Right. So now, the first thing before we go further, if you turn the page on page 62, so this is the, um, it's a continuation actually from, from the bottom of page 61, the Nesiv HaChesed, which is like the uh, sources on the bottom of the Avaz Chesed that the Chavetz Chaim wrote. You know, just like in, in Sefer Chavetz Chaim, he has the top and the bottom, is the halachas and the sources, same thing. So he, uh, in Nesiv HaChesed Yud Beis on, on page 61, he brings the Tshuva Sarama, the parts that we read, and then uh, continue on page 62, he goes through some of the Rayas, he's not so happy with them, he's Mefalpal in the Tshuva Sarama. But if you look on the bottom, um, in the Siva Chesed, on the right side there, the second line, it says, um, You see that? So he says, The third line he says there, The Sma is in, again, Hilchas Mitzranus, where we're talking about when you're selling a piece of property. So when you're selling a piece of property, um, if you're not mechuyiv, if it's a Jew on one side, you're not mechuyiv to go down in price at all just because there's a Jew there. So the, the, um, so the Chavetz Chaim is a little bothered. So why is it that I have to sell it to a Jew for cheaper than the guy wants to pay me more? We don't find in other halachas that I have to do that. So he says, we put, put this into perspective, says the Chavetz Chaim. Everything that I'm saying here is not a real monetary obligation. It's a mitzvah you have. He can't take you to Bezdin to force you to do this. He can't take you to Bezdin and say it's a monetary claim. You have an obligation to do this. It's your mitzvah. You have a mitzvah to do this. Now, if you mean is you can't force him to do it, but you can't come in time and say, listen, Bezdin, he's got to sell it to me. I'm a Jew, because even though it's cheaper. No. He has a mitzvah. That's his business. That's his business. He has a mitzvah. So just to, you know, mag, be magdir, this whole halacha here, the Chavetz Chaim is saying we're not talking about a real monetary obligation. We're talking about a mitzvah of chesed that a person has to do. More than chesed. It's a mitzvah from this terrorist kind. Now, how much are we talking about? So let's look on the next page. The Minchas Yitzchak, page 63. Um, and that is on the bottom there in Ois Hay, three lines from the bottom of the first column. You find in the Halacha of Oino, the Halacha of Oino is when you cheat someone. Um, so, and you overcharge or undercharge. And there the halacha is that if it's a sixth of what you were selling, so then even though you overcharged them, it's still a good sale. No one can back out of the sale. And some say because in the same pasuk here, the chesim kru mimkar lamisach, it says, al tainu it's talking about aina. So you see the shear we're talking about, the shear of a sixth. And the Chavetz Chaim also says like that in some places. Seems to, someone, I didn't see it inside, but someone quoted him saying it, that he says a sixth. Now, the, the Mechaz Yitzchuk brings another sheet here that says even less than a sixth, but it seems that most Paiskim um, say that the shear is a sixth. So a sixth of a difference, 
you're mechuyiv to go to the Jew, whether it's to pay more or to sell for less, a sixth of what the thing is worth. Um, now, another, they, they bring in another idea. What about if um, the customer service is different? For example, return policies, and this is a very Nagaya. Right? You buy from Amazon, you buy from Home Depot, you know, return policy is very easy in all these places. You buy from a Jewish store, not so simple, right? You know, you have Jewish stores, clothing stores, that they say if you, can, you have 24 hours to return it or it's too bad, right? Now, they have a good reason for doing that because people come and take 20 outfits and then keep them for a week and then come back. There's no way they can't do it. They're a small store. Amazon doesn't care. It has a million and one things. So I'm not judging them. But the fact of the matter is, the return policy is much easier in an Amazon type of place. So something like that is also not called an even playing field. And that, a person has a right to say, you know, I, I'm not going to go to the Jew. Now, obviously, if you're able to, there's still an Indian to do it. But it's, a, it's, it's not, it's not an equal uh, um, uh, thing here. It might be the same product, but if you know for yourself that there's this possibility, you might want to return it, and with Amazon, it's just two seconds, they'll, you know, for whatever reason, slap it on, and they'll even pay for return shipping, right? If you go to the Jewish store, you got to pay for your own shipping, and this and that, it's a ganz asic. So, you know, that's another reason why you would not have to necessarily purchase from, from the Jew. Okay, now... Um, where are we holding over here? Okay, so now, let us, let us uh, skip to page 67. And in page 67, we have Rav Moshe Sternbach. Rav Moshe Sternbach, um, in Chubas Van Hagas, in, in uh, Shiloh over here, tough, tough hay on the left side there. So he brings down, in the first paragraph, he brings down our Rashi, um, that you should buy and sell for to a Jew. He says it's brought down in the Chinuch, Rabbeinu Bechai, the Alshech, Chuvas Ramah, the Chuvas Ramah's Mechadesh, that even if there's a price difference, you have to do it, that's the Chuvas Ramah's Chiddush. He brings the Tashbats, and he says, even though it's not brought in Shulchan Aruch, Kain Hiskimu HaPoiskit. And then he says, now if you look at uh, in that first paragraph, let's say one, two, three, four, five, about seven lines from the end of the paragraph. Vani Tama Shemeelam Leishamanu Shenizharam Bazet. He says, I don't know, I don't see people being careful about this. That they buy more expensive from a Jew. Everyone's looking for a cheaper price. Everyone goes for the cheaper price. And even a guy who does, no, a sixth. A sixth is a, is a nice amount, right? How much is a sixth? 18% or something like that? That's a big difference when you think about it. Again, if it's a dollar, it's a dollar 18. Big deal. But you know what I mean? It's a hundred dollars, right? Everything adds up. Now he throws in another thing. In Eretz Yisrael, if you have a shadow between a from Jew and a non-from Jew, someone who's from really has precedence. He says, I don't find that, that people are going to the makolot of the from guy over the prior guy. Special people. So he comes along and he wants to be melamed schos. We'll read inside. What's the whole point here? Why is Teres Kanim saying this? The answer is, there's a mitzvah of chesed to make sure a Jew has parnasa. 
That's talking about a guy that every penny is, does he have food on the table for supper or not? If you buy from him, he'll have supper tonight for his kids. If you don't, they're going hungry, they're eating stale bread. But somebody who has parnasa, he has parnasa. He has plenty of parnasa, but he wants to make more money. He make more money, he wants to make more profit, so he has higher prices, so he can make more money. Why am I to make him rich? At my expense? I want to be rich, right? So I want to save money and be rich. If the pshat is the guy has no money, I got a mitzvah to make sure Jews have money, have food to eat. But a, my job is not to make a Jew rich. My, I make myself rich. He said, Right? I'm not mechayev to lose money, so he should become rich. So most of the time, most stores do have what they need for their parnasa. Therefore, there's no obligation. But he says at the end, it's only a limut schus. We don't find this chilik in the paiskim, but he wants to be melamet schus. Now he continues if he turns the page. Yeah, sure. If somebody doesn't have a, a, a yid nearby, let's say there's a guy that's selling. Oh, you get that. One time. So one time. Let me go. Let's keep on going. Yeah. So he says, then he goes in the next paragraph, he says, but, but how come you don't buy from a Shemr Shabbos? He says, I heard that the Chazanish was makbid only to buy from a Shemr Shabbos. And even when he needed medicine, he sent to the Frum Pharmacy, even though it was farther away, he didn't want to buy from a Mechal Shabbos. So in the second paragraph on page 68, he writes, I didn't find the shear. Now, before we before we before we we go further, I want you to turn back for a moment to page sixty-five. On page sixty-five, we have the Chuvas Maram Shik. It happens to be Bez Hashem. I'm going to be saying a shir next Tuesday, the life and Torah of the Maram Shik. Today, I was going through his uh, his life, fascinating life, like all the Gedolim. And then I came across this Chuva Maram Shik. So in the last column there, right before uh, the last paragraph, right before Chuva Lamed Beis. So he's talking about also patronizing Jewish businesses. He says, It's more of a bother you for you to go. So I guess the person was saying, I got to travel. I got to go a few more blocks. I have a little, I have a little you know, CVS on my corner. Why do I have to go down the three blocks to Refua Pharmacy? If I could get it here. He says, well, what, what kind of business is this? I never heard such a thing. You have a chance to benefit a Jew? You think it's a small thing to be Mahana, to benefit and give him Parnasa? He says, you find by Shikha Vaveda Shavarada Matsi Israel Ani. Let's say you lose by Shikha, you forget something in the field, or you lose some money. And a, and a Jewish Ani finds it. You didn't even give him the money. You lost it. But he was nana from your money. Amru chazal, diksiv be lemany varecho Hashem. You get a bracha. Kevin shal yodin isparnis ani afagav melekasi. You didn't even give it to him. It happened to be your money ended up in his pocket. You get a bracha. 
Ayan Rashi brings Rashi. What are you losing? You have to travel three blocks? What are you losing? So he's saying, Amar Dekechidish, Roydev Tztok of a Chesed. What does it mean to chase after Tztok of a Chesed? It means to go out of your way three blocks to do Tztok of a Chesed. Hashem will pay you back. So the Maram Shik is saying that going out of your way is not a terence. Going out of your way is, we still don't know how much. And that's what, back, let's go back to page 68 to, to, to Ramesh Sternbach. He says, Leimotzi Ashir. Like, so what's the shear? Is there some type of shear? So he says, interesting Chiddush. And this is, if you learned Daf Yaimi, it was in yesterday's Daf. The Gemara talks about that to go out of your way to find the minion to Davin, or to wash your hands, to out of your way, you have to go out of your way, or or if you want to go to a baker that, uh, that uh, does his, his dough as opposed to Tumah. So the Gemara says over there you have to go a mill. A mill is what takes 18 minutes to walk. 18 minutes to walk, three quarters of a mile, or something like that. So that the Gemara calls, that you're, that you're mechuyiv to go out of your way for mitzvahs, is a mil, 18 minute, 18 minute walk. More than that is already called tircha meruba. So gam kan chayev lelechat shir mil. So Moshe Sternbach, Mamish making his own kedushim over here. But he's, it's varadik. He's saying, you see, that's called what you're obligated to do. And like now the Maram Shik's telling us, this is a major chesed, so that's what you should do. Um, now, he says another logical thing. Is this every single time? Every time? So let's say, if I, let's say, you know, I do major grocery shopping. So major grocery shopping, I'll go to the Jewish store, it's a little further away. But you know what, sometimes I need one, you know, I'm baking a cake and I ran out of vanilla extract. Right? So I want to send my kid to the corner little uh, convenience store right? and buy the vanilla extract. So you say, no, I'm a chuyiv to go to the... To, to, not chuyiv, I have a mitzvah to go to the faraway store. So he says, no. We're talking about liknois bekvius. The mitzvah is talking about where you do, you know, set yourself up constantly. Or one big purchase, you know, if you have to make a big purchase. of a bakrai, but if it's just once in a while, a dover muat... Then you don't have this chiyuv. And you can buy from the neighbor. So therefore that's another hagdara over here in how much Chazal made you go out of your way. He says now, I'm sorry, um, yeah, So this is similar to what the Chavetz Chaim said. That, but more, the Chavetz Chaim says not a chiv, it's a mitzvah. He says you're not chayiv el amida toiva sheroi linakein. This is a mida toiva. So that also maybe is why people aren't so makbid because it's not a real chiv, and he's not even calling it a mitzvah. He's calling it a mida toiva. Veshuv Reisi says in the Karban Aaron Tereskanim. Which is another interesting thing. He's saying the pshat in the mitzvah is because Jews act honestly. 
So it's an Eitzah Taiva. You're right, you might pay a couple dollars more, but at the end of the day, you're not going to be ripped off. The guy might charge you cheaper, right? But who knows what you're going to get from him. So the terrorists give you an Eitzah Taiva what to do. V'chein kasev ha-malbim. And I looked up this malbim. The malbim says, Hoitzi chazal limud musari. Chazal learns from this pasuk a limud musari. So Moshe Shemrach is watering it down a little bit more. It's, Chavetz Chaim says not a chiv, means you can't force him. But he says it is a mitzvah, which sounds very serious. The, he's taking it down here, it's a midah taiva, it's an eitzah taiva, it's derech musar. Okay, but the Marem Shik told us it's called the Raidif Tztok of Echaset. Now the last thing is on page 69, is from Rav Blau, in his Sefer on Stokho Mishpat, and um, he says like this, he says just an interesting Chiddush, um, where it's gray over there, he basically says that um, if you're not mechuyev to go to the Jew, let's say that it's more than a sixth, or if it's a big tircha for you to go, and you decide to go anyways, he says that extra amount you could take off of Meiser. In other words, a sixth you shouldn't be able to take off Meiser because that's quote-unquote an obligation, a mitzvah. However you want to say it, it has its source in the Torah that we want you to do such a thing. So that's what you're supposed to be doing. But if you go above and beyond what you need to do just to help out the Jew, which you didn't have to do, I could buy from the guy. Why should I pay 18% more, or tw- let's say more than a six? Why should I pay 25% more if I could go get it from the guy for cheaper, right? And I'm not mechuyiv to, it's more than a shtus. So says Rav Loi that you're allowed to then take the money off of your cheshben of Meiser. Because you're doing it for tzedakah. The guys are, you're doing it to give the guy parnasa. Now if the guy's a rich guy, so then you have to wonder. Because then you just, you know, you, then you have to wonder if the mitzvah of giving a Jew quote-unquote parnasa, which Rav Meishu said maybe is not so, you know, not your cheshben to make another guy rich. Right? So that lachar you can't take off of Maisa. That guy doesn't need the money. Right? They're going to need the money. But someone who really needs the money. But the fact of the matter is, I am not obligated to go to him because it's too much of a discrepancy between him and the guy. So Rabloi says that you're allowed to take that extra part off of Maisa. To go there and take it off of Maisa. So these are the halachas here of buying from a from a Jew, we see um, we see how important it really is to buy from a Jewish store, and especially in other tshuvas, they talk about the Minchas Yitzchok, and another in the same tshuva later on, he talks about um, he talks about the difference between big stores compared to small Jewish mom and pop stores, where it's mamish like their chios. If no one's going to buy from them, they're really not going to have anything. So you take this all into account, and there really is a mitzvah to go buy from a Jew. And a six is 18%. It's a lot of money, right? It's a lot of money, right? Am I right? 18% about? Yeah, it's a lot of money, right? A fifth is 20%, right? So it's a lot, it's, it could be a lot of money, and yet... It let, when you're doing the right thing, you're never really going to lose. And that's what the, the, uh, the Maram Shik tells us. The Maram Shik tells us that if you're roidif stuck of a chesed, this is called being roidif stuck of a chesed. If you go and look for ways to stuck of a chesed, yimsa chayim stuck of a chavoid, vihi Hashem imay. It's a bracha that he's giving us based on a pasuk. It's a meridika bracha he's giving us. And that is the importance of supporting Jewish businesses. Okay.